hearing your precious word. In the name of Jesus, we ask this. Amen. Amen. God bless the group this, uh, this evening. Y'all may be seated. God bless y'all this, this evening. Qué interesante era el día, ¿no? Con la lluvia y con el sol. It's beautiful to see how mysterious God is, amen? Looks like it's going to be a horrible day, and then you see a beautiful evening as we're driving here. The sun's out, and it's just it's gorgeous. Grateful for God's mercy, amen? Let's continue to pray for those that are in need, brothers and sisters, those that are in need for health reasons, those also that uh, are traveling. Uh, good to see Sister Imelda back. God bless you, sister. Praise the Lord. Que buenos dios, amen. God's good when it's protection. Also, uh, for all the kids uh, in school and the protection that he gives uh, us driving back and forth to work to different places, amen. We're grateful for God's protection and his love for us. Praise God for that. Amen. Oh, God bless the classes uh, this evening. Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't know about you, brothers and sisters, but I know God has considered us this evening in his word, and, and he has brought us here with an opportunity to be able to hear what he has for us, uh, a word spoken to us, a word in need of, uh, that we're in need of, amen? Muchas veces, hermanos, venemos aquí, no sabemos el propósito, no sabemos el razón, pero el Señor tiene un razón, un palabra para nosotros. No importa la situación que estás, no importa lo que estás pasando ahorita en tu vida, sabemos que Dios tiene algo para nosotros, amen? God has something in store for us this evening. We just got to prepare ourselves and understand that it's from God. Amen. And give him glory. Give him glory if you feel it. If you feel, if you feel his presence, if you feel his love, give him glory. Because uh, he could be answering needs. He could be answering prayers. Yo no sé lo que, el razón que estamos aquí, hermanos, lo que estamos pasando en nuestras vidas, pero Dios sabe todas las cosas. Dale la gloria si él está respondiendo en tu vida en algo con un palabra, con aviso, porque muchas veces él merece toda la gloria. El título, el título del el mensaje este, esta noche, hermanos, es Resistiendo el Cebo. Uh, resisting the bait. Uh, resistiendo el, la trampa, también podemos decir. Uh, la trampa de Satanás. Uh, muchas veces uh, me hago viendo en la televisión personas que viven en lugares donde no tienen el HEB, donde no tienen el Walmart. Y ellos van afuera a, a y ponen trampas para animales, para, uh, para diferentes cosas. A veces comen algo que, que, que matan, a veces usan el cuero para cubrirse, si, si viven en lugares fríos. Pero es interesante como que vivo ese animal, que vive en un lugar donde sabe que Alguien lo quiere matar. El, el animal es bien vivo. Él sabe que este es un trampa aquí. A veces ponen hojas, ponen cosas para quitar el olor, para que no, no pueda hueler, hueler el, el animal que están buscando. 
y usan astucia. Piensan, le, le, ponen, le ponen cosas alrededor que nomás ese es el único lugar que ellos pueden pasar. Ponen diferentes cosas, árboles, <coughs> pero dejan un lugar que es, ahí es donde ponen uno de los rampas. Y así es el enemigo con nosotros. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm infatuated sometimes. I'll watch, uh, uh, you know, shows of the wilderness and people surviving and in places, you know, where they don't have HEBs or Walmarts. You can just go throw the chicken in the, uh, in the cart. You know, these, these individuals are hunting it <laughs> uh, and setting traps for it. But it's always interesting when they're, in, interesting when they're setting up traps that how they're, they, they think like an animal and they, and, they, and they say, look, if I put this trap right here in an open clearing and I put brush everywhere else and I cover it up with leaves, the wire, and, and, it, um, and I, um, I disguise it as best as I can, I got a better shot. Sometimes they have to put um, uh, hair from another animal, so it just a similar animal that they're going after so they can think it's safe. The animals have been there, and they're cunning in all the in the ways that they're doing it. They're all cunning in the way they're, they're they're doing it. But that being said, they find themselves sometimes being outsmarted by an animal. An animal will go around in a certain way, or go through the rushes, saying, "Uh-uh, you're going to get me." And the enemy sometimes sets up traps in our lives, and he knows the paths that we take. The consistency that we take, the 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 method uh, of our thoughts, and he's very astute, and he's trying to, you know, create a trap for us. He's trying to set us up for failure. He's trying to set us up to catch us unaware, unprepared, and so we have to find ourselves. And the Word of God is like. It's like a light into my path. It's a guide to me. It's telling me where not to go, what to look for, how to discern, how to be wiser than I was before when I got caught up in something. When I got caught on something, when I was trapped in something. The Word of God prepares our hearts, opens up our minds, brings clarity, removes things. It's beautiful when you start to hear how God's removed things from people's lives and how God does it. God does it. And when God does it, he does it to the root of it. And praise God for that. If we turn to Philippians 4.13, of course we know this verse is common, right? I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. The key is that we can, and we know this verse, that we can do all things through Jesus. But Jesus just says, doesn't just leave us in a method. He strengthens us, it says. So if we can do all things to him, then we've got to understand that strength comes from him. And that strength is to overcome, to not get trapped. Necesitamos entender aquí con ese versículo, hermanos, que dice que todo lo puedo en Cristo que me fortalece, que sí lo podemos hacer con Cristo, pero ¿qué va a hacer el Señor? Lo va a dar fortaleza, lo va a fortalecernos. Fuerzas lo va a dar a nosotros. ¿Para qué? Para vencer. Para pensar, pensar diferente. Eso viene del Señor. El entendimiento viene del Señor para ver nuestras vidas. 
para, para uh, parar uh, maldiciones que están pasando en nuestras vidas. Puedes ver uh, tu vida y pensar lo que debes dejar que han pasado por años en tu familia. Can you look at your life and be, be, just be conscious for a second. And look at your life and say, this got to stop here. Can you look at your life and say that? Or do you look at your life and say, it's not as bad as it was growing up? No, because there's still fragments, there's still fingerprints, there's still things that are on us that we must remove. Because all it takes is a grass to become a stronghold. All it takes is a little bit of the devil to get, uh, uh, you know, what, what's, the, what's the saying? You know, give the devil an inch, he'll become your ruler. So that being said, we must find ourselves examining ourselves through the Word of God. Let the Word of God examine you. It's powerful when you let the Word of God examine you. It's powerful when we're not combating it. We're not saying, well, God understands. God knows. God's, you know, God knows my. You're right. God does understand that you can do everything in him because he's going to strengthen you. You're right. God can help you if we trust in him and we believe in him. But what is it? What is this trap that the enemy sets up for us and we can't see and sometimes we find ourselves in the snare of him? Is it things that we've struggled with most of our life? This is the examination. This is where we get to the root of issues and understanding because God wants to meet us there, amen? If we turn to John 8.32, si voltamos para Juan 8.32, hermanos, que son las cosas que el enemigo quiere usar contra de nosotros. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is right after Jesus tells the, people, the Jews that were believing in him, I will make you disciples of my word. You read two verses before that. Listen to this. Could you imagine the king of kings, the, the, the one that came off of his throne, sitting in front of you and saying, I'm going to make you disciples if you, so I see you believing, but understand one thing, that the truth hurts. The truth's going to hurt. Truth hurts. But it sets you free. It sets you free because it goes to issues that are sometimes subconsciously there in us. La verdad duele, hermanos. ¿Por qué duele? Porque te va a librar. Y algo que te va a librar necesita algo de trabajar, necesita algo de librarnos, de cambiar algo de nosotros. It needs something in us to change, something in us to, to, to be removed at times. So if the truth, if us knowing the truth is going to set us free, then we seek the truth out. Wouldn't, wouldn't we want the truth? Wouldn't we want to be free? How many of us, I mean, truly want to be free? ¿Cuántos nosotros queremos ser verdaderamente, hermanos, libres? Cuando en verdaderamente queremos ser libres, estamos buscando la verdad. En nuestras vidas. Estamos buscando la verdad en la palabra de Dios. Porque sabemos que 
de él, del Señor viene todo el poder. If we seek out the truth and we seek the truth out and we try to understand, you, 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 we can't do it with our emotions, we can't do it with our feelings, with our, our thoughts, we've got to seek it out with Christ. Christ can go to the part that needs to get fixed, that needs to get healed. Because there's healing that needs to happen in our lives. I like the revelation that you know James and I had on that the episode that we did on the addiction on Saturday. We sat in there and it was it happened that morning. Brother James comes in and we we start talking about something. It's like trauma is what causes an addictive behavior. And you might not think that you're addictive in certain things that are common, but you could be addictive in and things that, you know, seem so simple, like buying things, not being satisfied, always looking for something. Es importante entender, hermanos, el mecenario del enemigo. ¿Cómo va a trabajar? ¿Qué va a hacer? ¿Qué está planeando el enemigo este año para nosotros? What's he doing? How does he want to separate you? How does he want to offend you? What does he want to do in your relationship? What does he want to do? In your foundation, what does he want to? How does he want to de be deceptive or deceive you? But one thing is true: if we seek the truth, we seek freedom. Una cosa es verdad, hermanos. Si estamos buscando la verdad, vamos a hallar libertad. ¿Y qué es la libertad que queremos? Las cosas que que eran del pasado, hermanos. A veces estamos uh, uh, queriendo componer algo, pero no no estamos listos para Um, uh, how do you say confrontarlos or how do you say confront them? ¿Cómo? Confrontarlos, ¿no? Confortar. ¿Cómo? Concentrarlo o concentrarlo, ok. No estamos listos, hermanos, para enfocarnos en algo que estamos cargando, nomás lo estamos cargando. Qué triste es eso, como hemos hablado en el pasado, si éramos uh, prisioneros y estábamos en, en, en la cárcel y ya, ya se pasó el, el uh, I don't know how you say sentence, sentencia, y te, te, te dijeron, pero ahí estás sentado en la cama y la puerta ni, lo, ni checa si está abierto. Y a veces así estamos viviendo, estamos viviendo, estábamos, estamos encarnados. En How do you say chained up, encarados? Y somos libres. We're chained up and we're free. We're chained up and we, and we have freedom in Christ. We have liberty in Christ. You know where the liberty comes in Christ is that we identified ourselves as sinners. We identified ourselves not being able to do it with, without him. We accepted him in our lives. We understood the sacrifice that he gave. We understood the power of, of his love by leaving his throne of grace and mercy and coming to sinners like us. And we've accepted them in our lives and we have decided to follow Jesus. And there's no turning back. There's power in the identification of what we can do without him, what we can't do without him. There's power in that. That's why the scripture becomes powerful when it says, I can do what? Because you can't do all things, but I can do all things in him. 
And there's power in that because there's sometimes that our pride, our thoughts, or whatever it is, our success in life makes us feel like we can do all things. And guess what? You can't do all things. But we can with Him. And we find ourselves loving going to our Father, knowing that He supplies to us our needs, our desires. Qué bonito es, hermanos, teniendo la confianza que tenemos un, un Padre que los ama tanto, un Padre que dio su vida para nosotros, un Padre que, un sacrificio que el mundo no puede entender, no puede, a veces no quiere aceptarlo. ¿Cómo puede una persona morirse para, para nosotros? ¿Cómo eso es normal? Y por eso hemos um, experimentado algo grande en el Señor. Amén. If we turn to Ephesians 6.12, si voltamos, hermanos, para Efesios 6.2, 12, 12, perdóname. Porque no ten, tenemos lucha contra qué? Oh, come on now. There's some Mexicans in here tonight. Hay unos mexicanos aquí que me pueden ayudar. Porque no tenemos lucha contra sangre y carne, sino contra principados, contra potestades, contra los gobernadores de las tinieblas de este siglo, contra huestas espirituales de maldad en las reuniones celestiales. ¿Cómo? Regiones, amén, regiones celestes. Listen to this. For we wrestle not against my family, my wife, co-workers, my children, my enemies. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Listen to that. Listen what the devil just lost right here. Listen what God just removed from you. Some of you are carrying a, a burden that's a humanistic burden, something that happened to you in life, something that somebody did to you. Some of you are carrying it, and you know what You know what Paul just did? He said, hey, that's not your, that's not your, your hands-on battle there. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. And it keeps on saying here, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So guess what? Guess what? This becomes easier to not step in a tramp from the enemy, but to understand that God is trying to show us something, that forgiveness, forgiveness, love, mercy, Love and mercy. That's what's going to allow us to avoid what the devil's putting in front of us. His bait. Some of us wake up with hate in our hearts. Some of us sometimes uh, through, through the week fall backwards because of things that have happened. A uno de nosotros, hermanos, estamos cargando algo, uno, un, un dolor o algo que pasó en nuestras vidas, pero aquí dice que nuestra lucha no es contra qué? Sangre y hueso? O carne y hueso? Carne y sangre? Sangre y carne? <laughs> es contra qué? Espirituales, cosas espirituales. 
de maldades de mundo espirituales. The wickedness of this world. Yeah, the, the, the thing that happens right after an event, right? Something, a shooting happens somewhere, a mass shooting, and they'll ask, you know, how could God have allowed this to happen? That's the famous one, right, as they're talking to the pastors. If there was a God, why would he have allowed this to happen? I remember hearing the Columbine. I actually got, had a chance to go to that school in Colorado. And um, uh, I heard a lot of testimonies and, and I saw a lot of people writing stuff. And one of the things was, is like, it was a, a child praying to God saying, well, why did you forsake me? Why did you do this? And it was ri- written really well. And I cried to you, I called for you. And at the very end, it said, God said, God, God wrote at the end saying, the school was, the school didn't allow me in. Given an example of how wicked sometimes we are and just saying, okay, we're keeping God out. We're keeping God out of government. We're keeping God out of things. When we keep God out of things, guess what comes? The opposite of God. People don't understand that the best opportunity you have when something terrible happens is to say is that this is what happens when we reject God from our society. Eso es lo que está pasando, hermanos, cuando no estamos aceptando al Señor en nuestras escuelas, gobernamiento, lo que sea, cosas malas van a pasar. Pero el momento que declaramos como creyentes que necesitamos el Señor, que no tenemos urbanza orando en, en restaurantes, públicas. Estábamos, mi esposa y, y, y yo, el, uh, uh, el semana pasada estábamos escuchando los, el radio uh, de los jóvenes y una persona los pasó a nosotros y estábamos ahí sentados viéndolos, y oramos y para la comida. Y siempre estoy hablando de las comidas que comemos, ¿no? Se mira, se mira que estoy bien. Y ahí estábamos y, y yo vi, yo estoy viendo a todos y esta persona vio y estaba, y los vio, y lo, lo miro aquí, está viendo, está limpiando, está haciendo algo como, se estaba deteniendo, limpiando su plato de comida. Y ahí estaba y lo vi, lo vi y dije, y... Eso, eso. Porque estaban hablando de esclavos y estaban, era un negro que, que um, estaba, yo oí cuando hablaron de Egipto, de los esclavos, y se quedó ahí, estaba limpiando. Estaba pensando, oh. y los pasó y comenzó a componer sus zapatos y lo vi que estaba haciendo esto. Como que quería decir algo el, el muchacho. Y dije, y se va a poner bueno para mi esposa. Porque es, es la culpa de él, es su teléfono. Lo, lo iba a decir ella, es su phone. Y dijo, he go, dijo él. Um, what did he say? How did he start off? He goes, uh, it's, uh, I hear you guys are listening to something or um, uh, something. He actually responded in a way like asking if we had seen a spiritual movie or, or documentary. So he knew it was something. And we told him, we said, oh, yeah, you know, we have a radio station, a Christian radio station. And we had an opportunity to talk with him, and he, he, he completely changed. 
because of how we responded to him and we gave him an opportunity to talk a little bit. But, you know, he saw us there sitting there, he saw us there hearing something publicly. And he actually said that, he goes, that's pretty neat that you guys are listening to this publicly. There wasn't a lot of people in this restaurant, so we kind of sat to the side so we could enjoy the program. And I had a salad, so I know you guys are still judging me on my food. It was a salad, okay? I had shrimp in it. It was a good salad, but it was a salad, okay? A lot of greens in it. We did good that night. But as we sat there and, you know, he was, uh, I think at first he was wanting to see where we stood on a couple of things. And then he came back. He said, hey, you know, thank you for saying something. Thank you for, you know, communicating. And he went to the restroom, came back out, and he goes, what's that name of that church that you guys go to? He was a younger kid, and he told him. I thank you all. He goes, you guys, you guys have a safe night. He was a nice, nice left good. But we didn't know his intentions at first because I saw him, and I was like, oh, man, he's about to say something. He's about to say something. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I can't, I'm going to have to hold back Jennifer. But it worked out all right. It worked out good. You know, God, God gave an opportunity to testify. So no, no debemos tener vergüenza, hermanos, de orar, de declarar que el Señor es bueno. Más con nuestras vidas, más con como, ¿qué cosas si estábamos oyendo algo del Señor y respondemos feo a Él? Mind your own business. Because I knew he was going to say something. Because the way he was, he, w- he was not looking happy as he was dying. And he was doing this because he could hear them. They were talking about, you know, Egypt and talking about a lot of things. And so, you know, all these different things and trying to put it together. And I'm like thinking he's going he's gonna to say something because he hasn't heard it. But as soon as he, we, we talked with him, he knew that we were, you know, believers. And he knew that there was no malintent. Um, and... He needed to talk to somebody, I felt. But he was like bottled up because he was so nervous, I think, to say it. But I said, hey, good for you to say something. Good for you to, you know, talk. And, and we left in peace in that. Uh, and that's the, that's the key thing to it, amen? But we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Verse 13 says, versículo 13 dice, hermanos, Por tanto, tomar toda la armadura de Dios para que podáis resistir en el día malo Y habiendo acabado todo, estar firmes. Wherefore, take you unto, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the, in the evil day and having done all to stand. Now, brothers and sisters, this is why it's important to be established in the word of God. Esa es la razón que es importante estar establecido en la palabra, hermanos. Porque va a venir un día en todos de nuestras vidas. There's going to be a day that comes in all of our lives. that We're going to be tried. Our faith is going to be tried. There's going to come the test. And we want to be prepared. We want to be prepared in the Word. We want the Word to give us the confidence. We want the, the Word to give us hope. We want the Word to be the healing process. We want the, the Word to guide us. To protect us. Sometimes from ourselves. La palabra, hermanos, es, 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 es todo para nosotros. Es como la armadura que está hablando hay es de la palabra de Dios. Necesitamos tener la palabra siempre en nosotros. We've got to have the word always in us. It's always got to be in us. 
How do we do that? How do, how do we, do? we do it by accepting, by, by understanding, like I, like I started this with, that the word's going to be spoken and something's going to catch to you. Hold on to it. If God spoke to you in a way, take it with you. Build from it. Continue to understand it. Continue to say, God, you spoke to me tonight. You gave me something tonight. What was it? What did you wake, how'd you wake me up? What was said that woke me up? Was it when he was talking about how I've been hurt in life and I'm holding on to this hurt and it doesn't allow me to grow up spiritually? Because guess what? You won't grow up spiritually if you're carrying hurt. There wasn't too many amens on that. I did hear one of them. Praise God for that one. But there's not too many amens in that. But you're not going to grow up spiritually if you're carrying hurt. Because hurt will start to grow into things, into bitterness, into anger, into hate. And all these things are separations from God. How can, how can we not be a people that wants to forgive when we've been forgiven? Well, that's easy for you to say, Brother Gabe. Things haven't happened to you. You don't know me. I know what God's done for me. I know how he's freed me from things. And he could do it for you. Now look, every one of us has something in our lives that we've been through, that we've gone through. That we either understand right now that we could be used by God for his glory, or the devil will just keep on using it as a bait, as a trap every year. Nosotros hemos tenido algo en nuestras vidas que hemos pasado, hermanos. Pero si tú estás guardando el dolor, estás llevando el dolor todavía. Qué triste es, hermanos. Si ya has pasado tu vida, ya tienes años, ya, ya tienes años, hermanos, de pasar esto en las cosas de Dios y todavía tienes dolor. No estamos creyendo la palabra de Dios que Él en ese día, en este momento, te puede librar, te puede sanar. Estamos dudando algo, hermanos. Yo entiendo que pasa cosas. A veces no queremos oír. Como ha dicho yo, yo que, que uh, el carro que me dio mi papá tiene el, el para el handicap. No sé cómo se dice el the sign. ¿Cómo? Sí, para, para poner que me puedo, me puedo parcar en medio bien frente. Y, esa, y lo miro en 2000. 25 o algo así ahí, todavía está. No hay parcadero, pero mira, hay uno en el frente. Lo puedo poner. Y hay personas espiritualmente hablando que, que se quedan con eso. Y cuando algo pasa en su vida, lo ponen ahí. Ah, por eso soy como soy. Mira, mira lo que me pasó. Por eso tengo la actitud que tengo, los sentimientos que tengo, mira. No, el, el momento grande es sabiendo que, lo ten, que tienes esto y no lo pones. Porque tú sabes que Dios es el Todopoderoso para ti. Tú sabes que Dios te, te ha librado. It's beautiful. You know, I've talked about the handicap sign. You know, my father has this one and I look at it and it's like, is it still, is it still alive? <laughs> Still dated? Oh, yeah, it's still got a few more years. And there's people spiritually that, you know, have that, and they'll put it on. Something happens, you know, in marriages and relationships and, and family, and, they, and they'll bring it out, right, and they'll put it on, right, and everybody's like, 
Oh, yeah, you did go through that, didn't you? I want to use that. As a cop-out, as an excuse. But the moment we start getting rid of that, the moment we lose that, and we say, God, you strengthened me. God, you've shown me I can do it with you, Jesus. You've shown me that you've healed me. You show me it's better to forget this instead of carrying it with me. You guys are, I know all y'all are thinking right now, he's used it. Brother Gabe has used it. I've never used it. And I rebuke you, devil. That's good, brothers and sisters. We find, we find his grace, we find his love in the word, amen? And we turn to 2 Corinthians 10, 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So even though we're in this body, our battle's not in this body. As we just found out, it's principalities that are coming against us, that the enemy is devising things against us, that everything's spiritual. Like the testimony I talked about where the pastor was saying that, you know, um, his, him and his wife had a little argument and, and she was not t- ignoring him. And he was like, you know, God was talking to him throughout the day. And, and finally he gets home and, and he's like, hey, I just want to say sorry, you know, for what happened and all that stuff. And, and he's like, well, you know, why didn't you say anything? She was like, I did. I just said it to God, not you. And he brought you here. We understand that our battle's not, but some of us want to handle it physically. Some of us want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Stop talking about it and start talking to him about it. Because God's the one that's going to change the heart. Because again, even though we're walking in this flesh, we're not warring in this flesh. We have a spiritual battle. And that's the one we can't lose. The flesh is wasting itself. But the spirit can renew itself daily. We keep on reading right here. Verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not cardinal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Porque las armas de nuestra milicia no son carnales, sino poderosas en Dios para la destrucción de fortalezas. So again, brothers and sisters, if this is a battle, you're just exhausted just from battling in the flesh when you don't have to battle in the flesh. Battling right now in this is praying. Trusting that God's listening. I had this person at a job one time, many moons ago, that was making my life hell. I was young, I wasn't married yet. I was wanting to change my life. And this person was bringing hell on me. This person was jealous because I was the youngest person in the department, they were having me do work on a machine that only people that had been there 10 years plus were working on it. 
but they knew I knew computers and I knew I was a quick study and figuring stuff out. So they gave me an opportunity and I was a temp and they were full-time people. And so this person came at me and every day we criticized, hey, you forgot to sign here. Hey, you know, if you make this mistake again, I'm going to have to report you. Everything. I was like, and I'm young. I'm 19 years old when I'm starting there. Every day. Little person about this day. All wrinkly from smoking. Her husband worked in the same department. He was all quiet because she said all she was the one that said everything. <laughs> and beat me, beat me, beat me, beat me, beat me, beat me, beat me. And I knew God was doing something in my life. Why? Because that's not the way I handled stuff, SA. I go on to the next job. But God was doing something. And one day, I'm sitting there, and she comes in, and she is yelling at me this time. She is yelling at me. You did it. Right? And I'm, I'm working on, on the computer. I'm looking at her, and I just start to cry. Because I wanted to do something. Not because I'm, I wanted to do something. And I looked at her and I said, forgive me. And I had these tears coming down. I said, forgive me. That's all I said, forgive me. And this lady started bawling. Because she knew I hadn't done anything this entire time. And I was humbling myself. And it broke her. It broke her. Broke her bad. I was broken too already, so God did Maybe did a wonder there with two for two for one. And I still remember the lady's name too, which is weird. Broke me. She became my best friend, her and her husband. She'd help us help me. She felt horrible. Her her husband was never like mean to me. I would always come up to him and he would before but they were like super helpful because they knew I wasn't out to get them or try to do anything to them. When I told her and I looked at her and I had tears in my eyes coming down, I said, forgive me. She wanted me to do something. And there's people that are hurt that are looking for you to hurt them. Did you catch that? Did everybody catch that? Entendemos eso, hermanos, que hay personas que están doloridos en sus vidas que quieren que personas y quieren a, a, a dolorir a personas para sentido el el how do you say the fighting her para pelear con alguien para sentir más eso es cuando se sienten vivos is that what you are is that who you are because again then our battles in the flesh if we're doing that not realizing that it's a spiritual battle Part two, you know, I had another situation too. I was on another job. <laughs> Man, Gabe, you had, you needed a lot of work. Amen. Amen. I was on another job, and that one right there, I almost turned around and whack-a-mole. It's a game, right? Is it called whack-a-mole? And I thought, and God was working on me and all this stuff. It was my brother's business partner. <laughs> yeah, Liz, you, Liz, you, you 
pray to God every way and thank him because that wouldn't have probably been such a good relationship. And Lorenzo even told me that. He goes, I don't know how you haven't done something because the way he would talk to me. And the entire time as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking about my family, the church, because at the time people were employed there. And again, another emotional that I stood there. What is it? What, uh, the lavada, how does it say? How's the saying go? Mantar. But God was doing something. El Señor, cuando estás en los manos de un Dios viviente, vivo, Él va, te va a quebrar. Si no, no, no le gusta como somos. He's going to break us. He's going to shape us. He's going to mold us. And God wasn't done yet. And then on to the next one. That's why my, my life, I've always said, my life be like, like Jacob. I'm a Jacob kind of life. <laughs> That's the path that I went through was a Jacob type of. For my own faults. Don't feel bad for me. Same as Jacob. God had to do something. God had to purify. God had to, had to, had to purge. God had to do things. But guess what? It gets gooder and gooder. It gets better and better when we let him do those things. Se pone mejor, hermanos, cuando dejamos que el Señor trabaja en nosotros, que cuando podemos reconocer que estamos en la carne todavía, estamos sentidos en cosas. No es el culpa en lo que te pasó. Es una oportunidad para Dios usarte para su gloria. El momento que podemos entender que podemos ser usados por su gloria. It's not, it's not, it's not his fault that things happen to us. The moment we give it to him, he can use us for his glory. To be a testimony, a living testimony, amen? If we turn to 2 Thessalonians 1.6. Segunda de, I'm sorry, Segunda de Thessalonians 1.6. Porque el justo delante de Dios paga qué? Con tribulación a los que os atribulan. Seeing it is right, seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. Now, brothers and sisters, if our battle's not in the flesh, that means that we have trust in God that He's fighting our battles. But the problem is, is when we say, God, I don't trust you. I need to take care of this. Do you know what it's like to be tormented by God? Does anybody know what it's like to be tormented by God? Because I've heard that from my enemies. As they came and testified to me that God was tormenting them from my enemy. Entendemos, hermanos, que es cuando Dios está poniendo presión en tu enemigo, en la vida de ellos. Porque yo he tenido un enemigo que me vino y me dijo eso. Ese es cuando miras que la batalla no, no es de nosotros, pero del Señor. That's when we see this battle's not ours, but yet we still, we think, why? 
why don't we think that we're going to do something? I, I, the, the testimony little Lorenzo talked about during the camp, one of the camps, about what happened to one of his renters and how they destroyed his house, and they're like, we ain't going to pay you. And he was angry. He was going through all these emotions. You can only imagine, right? I mean, hey, it's human, right? And the moment that he decided, I'm going to leave it alone, he sees that they get in an accident. And his heart feels even worse. Because it wasn't a good accident, it was a bad accident. And when you get in a bad accident like that, and you get in a situation where it's somebody's life there at the hospital, and there's a problem with that, then you know that God's trying to show you something. That if you give it to him, if you leave it to him, But are we going to trust God? Or are we going to trust in our own strength? Or are we going to trust in the strength that he gives us? We've got to trust in him, brothers and sisters. Because it is righteous when God defends us. It is because he loves us. It is because he's considered us. But it's also because we trust that this battle's not ours. Amen? If we turn to 1 Peter 5 a.c. Voltamos para 1 Pedro 5, 8, hermanos. You see, this is how we get out of confused states. This is how we get, oh, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to handle this. Where we forget God's mercy sometimes. Because we don't, we lose being sober. We get drunk in anger. We get drunk and wanting to handle something, get heated up. Oh, I'm heated up. I can't think clearly now. But we have to understand, we have to be sober, be vigilant. So we got to be sober, we got to be clear-minded, but in our clear-mindedness, we got to be paying attention, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, that our enemy wants to destroy us, wants to kill us. Do we understand that our enemy wants to destroy us and wants to kill us? This is, becomes real when our family's involved, when we're Curses are involved in our lives. We want to destroy the curses. We want to release strongholds. What's a stronghold? It's something that won't change, something that's got a hold of you that won't change. If you're going to do the same thing that you've always done, it's not going to change. It's going to change when you do something different, when you look at it differently. How do we expect it to change doing the same thing we've always done? ¿Cómo va a cambiar algo, hermanos, haciendo la misma cosa? Lo va a cambiar cuando hacemos algo diferente. Cuando entendemos que esta batalla no es contra sangre y cuerpo. Esa es la oportunidad para perdonar. Perdónanos, los padres, porque no saben qué hacen. Es un espíritu que está aquí. You ever had anybody steal from you before? 
that says, no, she's blessed. Find somebody to go steal from you tonight, Liz. Why? So you can feel the forgiveness when you're truly forgiving somebody. There's something beautiful about even though, and that person knows that you did it. Why? Because it's trivial. God, everything belongs to God. God's going to replace it. But it's tormenting to the individual. Because that's how God works. God works in a way that the pressure that he puts on is what changes people. It's what changes people's perspectives and thoughts. So if you felt being tormented from God, know that it's prayers, it's God uh, being with his children, loving his children, watching over his children. And we turn to James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. It sounds good, resist the devil and he will flee from you. But you ain't going to resist him if you can't submit to God. What is submitting to God? Submitting to God is, is taking his word literally, saying, God, I believe it. Especially when it hurts, especially when it removes things. Some of us, we want to believe in God and we want to, it's like taking the selfie, you know, just to say that I was here. No, but some of us, we, we got we to gotta look for stuff that went till it hurts. I want to find stuff that hurts me to do it. Because if it's hurting me to do it, it means God is, is telling me, all right, sell everything that you have and follow me. And, oh, man. God's going to find the things in us. And that's life. The more we're in him, the older we get, the closer we get to him. Because more and more things are being let go. It's a process that we have, a journey that we take with them. Es un proceso, hermanos, que tenemos en el Señor. Cada año, cada día, es algo diferente que está quitando de nosotros. A veces se quita todo bien rápido. Qué lindo es eso. Pero a veces es un proceso. Cuando se quita bien rápido, también vienen cosas buenas. Pero en el proceso, es el proceso. Look at it. Look at your life. Look at it. Try to gain understanding and say, why? Why am I still struggling with things that I've had before I came to Christ? Have I doubted you, Christ, that you are the healer? Or have I decided to keep the sign up for when I need it? God wants to remove this today. God sees something in us, the hurt that's in us. I'm not saying that the hurt is justified. I'm not saying that you didn't go through something, but let it go. Let it go and let God do something for you tonight. Déjalo ir. ¿Qué está haciendo este dolor en nuestras vidas? ¿Qué, qué, qué estamos haciendo con este dolor? Nada. It's just holding us back. I want to trust in God because God is good. Amen. God, you are faithful. Amen. Let's turn to Psalms. If we can turn to Psalms. 84.11, si voltamos para Salmos 84.11, hermanos, dice, Porque sol y escuro es Jehová Dios, gracia y gloria dará Jehová. No quitará el bien a los que andan en qué? Integridad. For the Lord God is the sun and shield. The Lord will give grace 
and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. We, we, we have to go to sleep and wake up with this in our minds. God, remove wickedness from me. Remove deception from me. Remove a lying tongue from me. Remove uh, um, anything, Lord, that separates me from you. Quita de mí, Señor. La maldicia en mi vida. La maldad. El pensamiento que... Que no es de ti, Señor. Quita de mí esas cosas. Yo quiero, yo quiero ser más cerca en este día contigo, Señor. Perdóname, Señor, si pensé algo. Pero reconocemos esas cosas. Do we recognize these things? It's the saddest thing when we can't recognize things in us. I, I, I asked this question one time, and I remember the looks that I got when I asked this question. I'm the type of person, you guys just heard that I used to get looks all the time. If you guys aren't five feet, nothing, all wrinkly, I've gotten the worst looks. So you have already told you the looks I was getting, right? The looks that brought tears to me. So don't, the looks don't affect me. But I asked this question one time. How many of y'all here really ask for forgiveness from people? And it was like silent. Because sometimes it's hard for you to ask for forgiveness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm saying, saying, I'm sorry, not, here you go. I did this for you. No, 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 no. See, because the word of God says to ask for forgiveness and then to show what? Fruits of what? That's the gimme, gimme, gimme. You see, God does stuff when he gets you, as he gets you prepared in life. And, you know, when you when you encountering your enemy and your enemy's telling you, hey, you know, I had these experiences, then God says, okay, can you forgive your enemy? And then, and then God takes you to your enemy and says, okay, show me that you've forgiven them. Okay, so start showing it. And then, and then God, now God brings you to church and show me you can praise me in this process. Okay, so we start praising him. And then the next step, and then the next step, until you see the freedom. A un proceso, hermanos. A veces tenemos enemigos que, que no podemos perdonar. ¿Y cómo, cómo podemos ser, decir que tenemos Cristo en nuestras vidas si no estamos perdonando, si no estamos amando? No sé qué, qué, qué tipo de Cristo creemos que tenemos, pero el Señor es un Dios Grande de amor y misericordia. ¿Lo tenemos nosotros? You know, this, is where this is where in our minds we say, you know, I don't know if I could forgive that person. You better know if you could forgive that person. Yo no sé si puedo perdonar a esa persona. Si algo así me pasó a mí, yo no sé si lo pudiera perdonar. We better know that. Debemos saber eso, hermanos. Porque estamos sirviendo un Dios que nos está enseñando qué es amor, qué es el sacrificio de amor. ¿Cómo dice author, el autor? ¿Cómo dice author? 
I, lo I love it when people aren't so confident in saying it. They're like, this. oh, okay, thank you. Author. He's the author of love. He created in the ways as he created us and, and suffered with us. As he's seen his design draw themselves away from him. But we know that God is good and his love is great. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? Someone has to stand up tonight. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. I asked Brother Gabriel to sing this song that, I don't know if you were the first one to sing it, I think you were, but when I heard the words to this song, pretty powerful when we think about the sacrifice that Christ did for us. The name of the song is Scandal of Grace. El amor que tuvo el Señor para nosotros, hermanos, no, no podemos uh, entender o captivar a veces, pero es un amor que puede cambiar vidas. Es un amor que no tiene algo que lo detiene, que lo puede parar. The love of God, of Christ, is a love that cannot does not have barrier, uh, borders. It extends itself out as it's reaching in prayers. I'm going to ask Gabriel to sing this song and listen to the words of this song, brothers and sisters, and just worship the Lord this evening as we just worship a little bit as everyone else comes here and we're praying. Just lift up your hands and glorify them. What have you done? Murdered for me on that cross, accused in absence of her own. My sin washed away in your blood. Too much to make sense of it all. I know that your love brings my the scandal of grace you died in my place oh my soul will live no to be like you give all i have just to know you jesus there's no one besides you Forever the hope in my heart. Know to be like you. Give all I have just to know you. Jesus, there's no one besides you. Forever the hope in my heart. Death, oh, where is your sting? 
Your power's as dead as my sin. The cross has taught me to live. And mercy my heart now to sing. The days and its trouble shall come. I know that your strength is enough. The scandal of grace, you died in my place, so my soul will live and know to be like you. Give all I have just to know you. Jesus, there's no one beside you. Forever the hope in my heart. No, to be like you, give all I have just to know you. Jesus, there's no one besides you. Forever the hope in my heart. No, to be like. Give all I have just to know you. Jesus, there's no one besides you. Forever the hope in my heart. No, to be like you. Give all I have just to know you. Jesus, there's no one besides you. Forever hope in my heart. Oh, you got to finish that song, Gabriel. What's the other words to that? Come on. Come on. And it's all. Hallelujah. Because of you, Jesus. It's all. Because of you, Jesus. It's all. Because of your love, now my soul will sing, and it's all because of you, Jesus. It's all because of you, Jesus. It's all because of your love, now my soul will sing. No, to be like you. Give all I have just to know you. Jesus, there's no one beside you. Forever the hope in my heart. No, to be like Give all I have just to know you. Jesus, there's no one beside you. Forever the hope in my heart. Amen, amen, amen. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We thank you for this love, Lord. We thank you for this scandal of grace, Lord, that you showed us. That the world could not understand at the time, Lord, but we are benefactors of it, Lord Jesus. We ask, Lord, that you just heal us, Lord. Heal our minds, Lord. 
We're grateful for your word always, Lord. It's where we find our strength, Lord, and everything that we need in our lives, Jesus. I ask that you bless all my brothers and sisters here this evening, Lord. Those that you spoke to, Lord, the intent in their hearts, the desires to change, the desires to have more hope in their lives, Lord Jesus. I ask that you just bless this church, Lord, and our families. You know our needs, Lord. I ask that you give us the confidence, Lord, in this, that we can trust in you, Father, and believe in you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you do. We thank you, Lord, for your love, the strength that you give us, everything that you show us, Father. I'm asking, Father, right now that you just continue to lead us and guide us, Lord, in our families. And we thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Everything that you do for us, Jesus. Bless us, Lord, and thank you, Father, for everything. We ask this in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God is good. God is good. Praise the Lord.